Welcome to the Real Estate Auction Podcast. Listen and discover how real estate brokers and agents just like you are using online auctions to sign more listings, attract cash buyers, sell properties faster, and take their business to the next level. Yeah, let's go. Everything you need to know on how to get started and succeed in the exciting billion-dollar online real estate auction industry. Now, here's your host, the CEO at realestateauction.com, Giacomo Sinisgali. All right, so we should be live streaming. I don't know if we actually are. This is the first time that I'm using this software, but I want to say thank you for meeting me or agreeing to uh, meet with me today, Ray. I oh, it's my pleasure. It. It's my pleasure. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How's, uh, how's sunny New York this afternoon? Today, it's beautiful out. It's actually a beautiful day, and we're going to have some uh, real nice weather coming up in the next week, so I'm happy Excellent. about that. It's about time, eh? Yeah. How's <laughs> Toronto weather? Well, we're only uh, we're only like a five hour trip. Uh, I've been to Albany a few times, and uh, oh, have and you? And Detroit, because yeah, my my son went to college out there playing hockey. Whereabouts? Uh, in a place called Hoosac, right near the border, sort of western, uh, just uh, a little bit east. Sorry of uh, of, of of Albany. Hoosac Falls. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's okay. a there's a nice. college there. Yeah, so yeah. He, uh, he had a couple of seasons there and uh, and loved it. So yeah, wonderful part of the world. Yeah. yeah so. Big trip though from Toronto. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad if the Smokies don't get you on the. Is it the I ninety? You can uh, motor yeah. along pretty, pretty sweetly. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not admitted to admitting to anything though. Just so you know. So let me tell you, I um I read your article. Uh huh. I get an alert every morning, and I read your article, and um I said, you know, I, it would be great if I could talk to uh, to Ray. Um, we have a real estate auction brokerage firm in New York. We cover the yes, whole state of New York. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we have agents in Long Island and as far as Syracuse, but we do cover um, Rochester and Buffalo. Lovely. And it's a virtual office. So we only meet virtually twice a week. Okay. You know, over okay. video. Yep. Um, and we, so when we do our trainings, um, I just said to myself, you know, it would be nice if I could bring on a guest every once in a while. And I haven't done it. It was just a thought that I wanted to do it. So when I read your article and I shot the email out to the reporter, I said, this would be great. A fellow real estate auctioneer or former real estate auctioneer, um, if I could bring you in as a guest, just to you know get some perspective from someone else that's been in the business. Now, I didn't realize that you were an author, that you had a podcast, that you were a coach until after I got your email and I got to tell you, I was pretty intimidated after I went to your website. I started listening to your podcast, and I was uh, I was I'm, a nervous, I'm, uh, I was a uh, nervous wreck until oh, yeah. you, of course until you, you are, until you sent me that last email. And I won't mention what you said, but it went away like that. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, you told me this was a live video, and I said I better put some pants on. So that's okay. actually that's actually what happened. So uh, we're pretty relaxed in Australia. As, uh, but I've been here in nearly ten years in uh, in Toronto now, and and I love it, and um, I love hooking up with uh, with uh, agents right throughout the U.S. and Canada, and um, yeah, I've I've had the opportunity, Giacomo, to meet some pretty amazing men and women in our industry. So, uh, look, I'm excited to be uh, to be on your show today. Thanks for uh, thanks for including me. I love spreading the word, and 
I love helping out wherever I can. All right, awesome. It's not a show though. It's it's all it is. Well, here's the thing. I used to have, I do have a real estate auction school. Okay. okay. Um, I have a brokerage firm and I have an auction school. I'm an approved instructor in the state of New York. Okay. So I used to teach real estate brokers and agents um, on different topics um, as opposed as it relates to getting their real estate license or their broker's license. Cool. Yep. But then I got into the auction business and because of my passion and with teaching, I wanted to start my own real estate auction school. Now it's an online school. So everything is virtual again. So I used to have a real estate auction show to promote the school. I no longer have that. It was on blog talk radio. I don't know if you heard of it. Okay. Yep. Like the syndicated radio show. Yep. Of course. Um, and then I wrote a book and someone told me, look, you need to write a book. You need to get your, your name out there. So I wrote a book and, and published that in 2011 uh -huh. just to promote the school. But this is not a show, but I would like to start a new um, live stream show to help promote the school and the new brokerage firm that I started. Okay. So what happened is I had a traditional brokerage firm for about uh, 10 years that sold real estate um, traditionally, as well as at auction. So we did a little bit of both. Okay. Unlike Australia, where I think, what, 90% of real estate is sold at auction? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I'd probably say 30 or 40%. Oh, really? Is, I thought it was a lot more than that. Um, it's, it seems to dominate where the markets are hot and, and, uh, and where you just can't possibly predict the, the the upside. I mean, my my view on this is that real estate's one of those rare things that has no recommended retail. And everybody, when I say that, everybody nods their head like you're nodding your head yeah. now because you know you're in the game. But everybody knows that. So my question is, Giacomo, if if ever if if that is true, how can we set a price on something that has no recommended retail? And and the very word auction comes from, I discovered this researching for that article actually, uh, comes from the Latin orgeo, which means to increase. So uh, it's, it's, I, think, I think the whole method when applied to real estate, and I'm interested in your feedback because you're in the thick of it doing, every, doing it every day, but there seems to be these misconceptions around auction that it's only for distressed sales. It's only for mortgagees. It's only the last for, resort, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and in Australia, I mean, the, the benefits, and I'm happy to go through through them with you. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you, as I'll long let you, as you set have. the agenda. But um, I just think there are so many upsides to doing this. And yeah, I'm, I'm look, I'm delighted for the opportunity to share what I know with you, uh, if it'll help you and, and your team as well. Absolutely. So I listened to your one uh, podcast, a few of them, but the one that jumped out at me was um, the Hustler. Uh huh. Yep. So great. I like the theme song too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you know that's what I I we train on the yep. agents that are on the team. You know, and I'm constantly telling them, look, at, this is what you need to do. You need to be prospecting, and we use the auction benefits um, to not sell the auction method, but to provide sellers with a solution to their problem. So whatever yep. you know, there could be ten or fifteen solid benefits of selling at auction. And if someone has a problem, I look to those benefits and see which one of those benefits is going to help solve one of those problems. Love it. Love it. You're, that, you're, you're also in a, sorry to interrupt, but you, no. while, I, while I think of it, I mean, you and your team and your, your organization, you're, you're in a beautifully unique place in the market at the moment because not everybody's doing this. You're one of the few companies that are, that are doing it. And the first rule of marketing, in my view, 
is to offer a USP as, or a unique. I was just going to say that. It's like you're reading my mind. Which is exactly what you guys, sorry to point, is exactly what you guys are doing. Um, and I love it's that. Selling if, proposal. Yep, absolutely. And if you can, if you can firstly offer something like that, and if you can explain how it's, how it's different, and then you can show, and this is where testimonials, the power of testimonials are so great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can do those three things, I think you've got a really powerful argument. You've got a really powerful pitch uh, exactly. for, for to be able to make, to make you know, that presentation to sellers and, and have them understand. It's about education. Education. About- You're reading my mind. Cool. Okay. Well, we're on the same, we're on the same page here, uh, and it's about having your sellers um, and buyers. Let's not forget buyers. We can't have a sale without a buyer and a, and a deposit and a, and a contract, um, and it's about helping everybody understand the process and this all came about here in Toronto because there is little or no transparency if there's a property for sale here for private sale and 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 you're 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 the selling realtor uh, and I'm say that a buyer or a buying a buying realtor acting for a buyer I go to you and I say look how do I buy this place I want to buy it or my client wants to buy it and you're going to say turn up on Thursday at four o'clock with your best offer in my office and uh, and it's sudden death Exactly. Going, well, well, hello. Um, that's not very transparent. And again, we're dealing with this thing in a in a free and open economy. Exactly. So, um, yeah. I mean, I could talk about that all day, but but I think the transparency here is is what's important. And and I don't know what's going to happen here in Canada or or here in Toronto, where you know you've had a market that's gone up thirty or even forty percent in the last year. It's crazy. But I think if the industry doesn't do something, I think the government will do it for them. Yeah. Well, there's got to be a correction at some point. Um, you know, that's- sure. There's always a correction. There's always a correction. But uh, you know, an auction, if it's done properly, can work in can work in any market. Can I tell you one of the Can I tell you one of the huge issues that I have with with the why auctions fail? And I think it's probably the number one reason. I you- talked before about about Orgeo, the the Latin. I'm not one, I'm not trying to sell sound uh, very well educated, but I, I did research that, and it's true, and and it struck a chord with me. What happens if it's? Uh, can you give me an average sale price, say, for one of your team? Give me an average range of, of whether. Well, it depends. New York, example. Because we cover the whole state, it it depends. I mean, when you're in uh, Western New York, this you know, when we're selling distressed property, it could be as little as fifty thousand, twenty five thousand. As okay. you get closer to New York City. Obviously, the prices go up to the millions. So okay, let's depend. let's say we got something in the range of say six uh, six hundred to six sixty, something mm-hmm. like that. I think a ten percent window is fair. You might look at a property and and you might say, well, Mister Seller, I think your worst case scenario is probably around the six hundred. Your best case scenario is probably around the six hundred and sixty thousand dollar mark. I mean, I, I've always thought that a ten percent window is is fair, and nobody's really ever challenged me on that. Again. We are marketers and we are estimators of value. We're not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. You're not going to buy it. We're going to find somebody. To, uh, we're going to go out and find somebody who's going to buy it. So, so here's the thing that happens. So the seller says, "Yeah, all right, I accept that. I accept that, Jack. I, I, I accept that my property's worth in that 600 to 660 range." And you say, "All right, well, we're going to have an auction, and you sell them on the benefits of auction." And the seller will often bully the agent. Into quoting the property at six sixty plus exactly. So instead of starting, if this is our range, instead of starting down here and building and bringing in the buyers to increase auction, 
and and letting people actually see the property, taking the price aside, right? Letting mm-hmm. them see the property. Nobody's going to buy a home unless they've actually seen it and touched it and smelt it and felt it and walked exactly. around the whole joint, right? Nobody's going to do that. So let's let's overcome our first challenge first. Let's find somebody who's interested or more than one person who's interested in buying this property. Then we can help or they will help us in the auction process, Establish build inquiry. We might get an offer before the auction, which mm-hmm. says uh, that, exactly. that'll tell us where we're heading. Mm-hmm. We've got the opportunity to to brief our buyers and tell us uh, tell them where, where we're heading. So instead of them, like what happens here in Toronto, instead of them coming up blind, turning up blind at four o'clock on a Thursday, they can turn up to an auction and they can see the auctioneer uh, and they can see the bidders. They can see everything out there. And if they want to buy it, I mean, you're familiar with the term when the property becomes on the market, it's going yeah. to be sold. Right, yeah. we've yeah. reached our we've reached our reserve price. At that point, um, the auctioneer says, "Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to sell if there's no further bid." And everybody there in a fair and open environment can say uh, yes. And transparent, absolutely. And here's here's the thing: as far as if I'm a seller, here's why I like it because property, by and large, residential real estate is an emotional decision. Okay, you got investors and and I actually think there's a bit of a bit of emotion coming in with investors as well obviously because people either like or dislike something. But but let's say a typical home where I'm going to put my family, I'm going to live there, uh, I'm going to make improvements, I'm you know my family and friends are going to come over, I'm going to celebrate Christmas there, I'm going to fix up the garden, blah blah blah. Um, all of that becomes an emotional decision. Now, and here's where the wonderful psychology of selling and buying comes in. Have you ever seen something like, I don't know, a pair of shoes in a store or something and you think, oh, they were nice. I'll go back and check those out. And you go back and they're not there mm-hmm. and you suddenly had to have them and you're yeah. asking the shop assistant or the sales assistant, hey, I wanted those pair of shoes. Have you got them in another store? Yeah, I'm a size nine. All right. Okay, let's see if we can find them. So the whole psychology of that has changed because because that's been taken away from you you suddenly want it. I think it's the same with real estate, just at a much higher level. If it's worth $660,000 to that buyer, it's worth six sixty one to me and exactly. so on, right? Yes. So if you've got somebody else who wants something and they're only $500 or $1,000 below it, hey, I'm going to bid if I can afford it. And right now, what do we got? We've got the perfect storm. Money's as cheap. Mortgages are cheap, probably, mm-hmm. as, as, yeah. as they've ever been in, in yours and my lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. So so what a wonderful opportunity to get in and buy property. If the market checks, sure, it might check. Who knows? Who knows where we're going? It seems to correct sooner or later. Nobody can guess it, though. Nobody ever has been able to guess it. So I think it's a wonderful opportunity to to buy, and I think it's a wonderful process that people can actually own property. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, the U.S. is a little, I think, a little more conservative uh, or less conservative than um, Canadians or um sellers in, in Canada. So selling or educating a seller on the auction method of marketing, um, you know, that can be a, a task. And what I teach the agents that um, are on our team is if a seller doesn't want to trust us and in, in what we do and in, in, in our professionalism and our um, ability to educate them on what we think the price should be, you know, it goes back to what you were saying. They try to tell us what the price should be. Yep. And I yep. call that doing the dance. Yep. Um, yep. And, not every property can be sold at auction because of that. If they don't allow the auction process to work for them, I don't want to take it as, as an auction sale. I'd rather walk away from it, let them go to a, the traditional route, and if it doesn't work, they can come back to us and we can try to sell it at auction yeah. um, after. Yeah. I, to- I, totally, I totally agree with that. And 
Is it not our responsibility? Uh, and here's the wonderful thing: if I'm a, if I'm a seller, I'm really not saying yes or no to anything. I'm saying, okay, guys, you go ahead and you conduct an auction and let's see how we go, right? Because they can't say yes or no to anything at that point. We're kind of we're doing like real time, real live market market research. That's what I love about it. Uh-huh. So surely our job is to bring the seller the best possible offer that we've got on the day. It might be something that they say yes to. It might be well in excess of their wildest dreams. It might be below. But I think that's our job. So simply, let's break down our job. Let's find buyers and let's let's remove this stupid high price idea and and let's take that 650 example. If I said to you in you know old school regular marketing, yeah, your property's worth 6 to 660, you're going to put it on at 695 or 687 or something like that. So the enemy when we're selling are other properties for sale, right? So if there's something around the corner that's three beds and two baths, similar lot size, uh, that's competing with mine, but but I'm for sale at at six at six ninety five, and that one's being quoted by auction at six hundred plus, which property is going to get the buyer traffic? Absolutely, every time. It's I mean, also going to freeze the market. No one's yeah. going to buy that other house or another house similar until they see what happens with that property. Correct. If Correct. it's done correctly, if the marketing yep. is done correctly. Yep. Getting back to 100%. your 10% swing, I just read um, an article that Australia had passed a law that said when you're pricing a home for sale, that it has to have that 10% spread. Did you read that? I just read it recently. I think well the the laws in Australia are, are will will differ state to state, uh, the six or seven states or jurisdictions that, that will have their own laws and okay. and and they're all in response to con- consumer demand. I mean uh, and 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 issues. Uh, you know you've had these situations in a boom market where consumers will say, "Hey, this is ridiculous. That property was quoted at six hundred plus and it sold for eight fifty. Surely the auctioneer is is lying." I would say. Uh, no, I would say the auctioneer is doing his job, or the or the auction agency is doing his job. Did Absolutely. he know? Did he know it was going to go to eight fifty? Of course right. not. Did he know? And and you can have an offer before auction. You can have a verbal offer, and this is where agents, uneducated agents, and sellers get into a heap of trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. So, say if you get a you get a pre auction offer in your first week of six hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it's a verbal offer. And and the guy says, well, I'm offering six fifty. I won't be here on auction day. You can take it or leave it. So we talk about it, and and uh, and then we lift our quote, and then we and we're telling people, uh, you know, that we've already there's already been an offer of six fifty. What happens on the day? The best offer is six oh five. I see that happen all the time. So unless that offer, and I'm not sure how you guys do it internally, but unless that six fifty offer is backed up with a signed contract and a check, it's exactly. zero. Exactly. We we go through that weekly. So we just had I just had that um, same scenario with uh, with one of our agents. Yep. Um, we we use a pre auction bid form, and it has to be accompanied by a deposit. Cool. And then we go to the seller and we start the negotiation back and forth, because the last thing I want to do is I don't want to hammer the seller to take an offer if we think it's not going to sell at auction, and then have that buyer walk away because we didn't yep. have a solid offer. I see it happen all the time, and it's Absolutely. it's an absolute disaster and, exactly. and a complete waste of everybody's time. I mean, 
When a property, I call it the golden window, Giacomo, those first two weeks when a property first comes on the market, those all-important first two weeks. Yeah. This is why an auction is is perfect because let's go back to our traditional example at 695 against the 600 plus quote, right? The 695, their golden window of the first two weeks is is destroyed with a ridiculously high asking price that buyers, everybody shops on price. Exactly. And the buyer's going to say 695? Nah, I don't think so. I'm not looking at that. But there's one around the corner at 600. Hey, we're all over that. We want to check that out. Uh-huh. Right? So this all important first two weeks is where we can tell. And and we're in the beautiful age of the interwebs, aren't we? So so uh, you and I know what kind of traffic we're getting almost right. to the hour. Yeah. And we Buyers can see- are sophisticated too. They know yeah. what's what prices are and what a deal is and what a deal is. The you know, exact point I was going to make, they know exactly where they're going. If a, a good buyer's probably already looked at a dozen homes, at least half a dozen, they might have even made an offer, right? So so they're they're what I call match fit. They're ready to they're ready for the playoffs. They've done all the home and ways. They're they're ready to go. They've got their deposit. They're probably pre-qualified, et cetera. And 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 that that brings me to another beautiful point for a seller. Um there's none of this, uh, well, in Australia, not sure how it works in, in the States, probably similar, but when you buy at auction, you're buying unconditionally. It's not subject to finance. It's not subject to building and pest. Right. You've got to do all your due diligence beforehand so you're no ready to go. Picking. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 So not wasting time uh, and, and we're playing for keeps. We're dealing with serious buyers who are ready to buy and I think that that I mean, that one feature alone, if I was a seller in the States, I think is a huge benefit because exactly. so, so many properties, they're, they're sold for what seems like a good price and then three weeks later, the wheels fall off and you're back to where you were and it's soul destroying when it could so easily have been avoided. Right. The other thing is it works in the opposite direction. Sometimes a seller will underprice a home. And what happens is if they put a list price, a traditional agent puts a list price on their property, what they're saying to the market is, look, my house is not worth more than this. That's it. Correct. Exactly. And then what happens if it doesn't sell, they, we call it a Dutch auction where they start lowering the price until they start getting offers. So instead of going up, they're going backwards. Yeah. But think about that from a marketing perspective. What sort of damage is that doing to the property? If I exactly. see your if I see your listing d- reduced from six ninety five to six seventy five to six sixty nine to six fifty nine, exactly. that tells me that you're standing right. there wrong. motherless at, at your opens, right? Nobody's around, and you keep reducing. This is the house that nobody else wanted. This exactly. is a house that's way below, way past the the golden two week period, right? Exactly. So let's make our listings fresh and attractive and interesting and and wantable right from the start. Let's have competing offers, and Absolutely. let's get. You know, and I love to say to my sellers, if they've got, if if they're concerned with my quote, let me get you something you can say no to. Let's find out what's going on here. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm getting tingly. The job is to educate the seller on the benefits. And that's, and if you can do that, um, and they really, if they have a reserve, they have nothing to to lose. Um, You know, they call the shots. They're going to, they're going to take that offer. I've started auctions at a dollar. And okay. I, I had a live auction once and we had a few hundred people in the in the room and the seller was sitting directly in front of me, you know, calling the bids. And when I started at a dollar, I could see her just shrink down in the seat. <laughs> but I tell you, that bid went up over one hundred eighty thousand within 
minutes. Yeah. And uh, so it just yeah. shot up. Yeah. Um, so that's the psychology of an auction. That's the um, the true power of an auction if you if you use it uh, correctly. Yeah. Typically, in typically in Australia, our auctions are on a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, I'm a big fan and. And, uh, you know, we have some harsh winters here in North America and it doesn't always work, but uh, no reason why they can't be held in the living room. I like having the auction on the property. I like having it. And if you if you Google Australian auctions, you'll see that they're I've seen a lot of them. Yeah. In front of the place and, and in front of the house and people can see it and it doesn't matter. I've seen I've seen uh Brilliant results in torrential rain thunderstorms with people standing there in the rain getting soaked and 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 sometimes I don't think they even know it's raining there. That focused on on buying. Exactly. So you've got this lovely lead up, right? So we've got four weekends leading up. One, two, three, four weekends in the, our auctions. I'm going the other way. I'll go over here. Four. Uh, our auction is on the fourth weekend, or let's say it's the fourth Saturday. On the Thursday, on the Wednesday or the Thursday leading up to that fourth Saturday, that's where I like to have my meeting with my client so I can sit down with them and say, okay, here's what we've got. And I, I, I tell my clients who, 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 who my buyers are. I've got Peter and Mary Jones. I've got Jack and Julie Smith. I've got whatever. And I tell them, all, you know, I think they're good. They've sold their home. They're ready to go. They're looking in the range. They've made an offer. And so they get a complete picture. Because exactly. And I tell them on the weekend, you know, we're going to be we're going to be going out there, and I'll be looking for your reserve price, and I'll be giving you some feedback so we can formulate a figure that's going to help you get a result. And it's so. exciting too, and it brings that emotion out when yeah. when they do that. Street um, theater. So the company that I I started um, just last year, this is a it's a technology company, so it's online. It's similar to auction.com. Okay. Okay. So it's realestateauction.com. And we will do live auctions um, when, you know, when it, I think it's it's the proper thing to do. But most of our auctions are are being done online. Okay. Um, awesome. So, but I do understand the, the the importance of doing an auction, you know, live in front of the property or at the property. You know, that is okay. definitely important. Yeah. 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 Well, that's look. You've got that option. You've obviously taken it to the next level. Uh, it's. This is highly, highly competitive in in, uh, in in Melbourne. If you call in five agents, Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane or or, or in in any of these popular areas, if you call in four or five agents in a in a in a good market in a big city where there's plenty of demand, uh, like there is at the moment, uh, all five are going to be telling you to auction. And the way that wow. we work in Australia, I'm not sure whether you whether you know, but uh, uh, there is no buying agent really. It's just a selling agent. Wow. Uh, do we double end it? Yeah, I guess essentially we do, but we only charge two and a half to, to 3%. But our seller pays the marketing. We call it VPA or vendor paid advertising. So it's seller paid advertising. Yeah. And they'll put up an amount, take our six to 650, they'll, they'll uh, take our six to 650 um, example. They'll put up, say, six to seven grand for, for advertising. Wow. Mm hmm. Well, I'm glad that um, you know we're recording this. It's going to be in the group, so I'm glad the agents will uh, will be able to see that. Are you guys um, doing that yet? Are you are you asking your sellers for a contribution? Um, we do. I, okay. I do train and teach that. Um, I've you know I've always uh, promoted that that the the seller should be paying for for the marketing. Do yeah. we get it on every deal? No. Sometimes we don't have to. Okay. We do enough advertising um, in house that sometimes it doesn't cost us any added expense. Um, but when 
a seller will bring a property to me and their agent had tried to sell it for a year and they had no luck. Well, then I know that I need to to go further as far as marketing because gotcha. everyone already knows the property has been um, you know, out there on the market. So I need to reach maybe a national um, audience or do some other type of marketing. And in that situation, I always pass the expense to the seller. Okay. Now they, they can pay it up front or sometimes they pay it on the back end. Um, in some states in, in the US, they don't allow, there's a law where they won't allow the seller to pay any upfront costs when it comes okay. to selling the property. Understand. So you have to charge it on the back end. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, so, uh, and obviously everything that I'm saying and that you're saying, I mean, if uh, people need to check their own state oh, laws, obviously, because legislation uh, is different everywhere. So in, um, in every I'm, municipality, every community, the first yep. thing I teach in my auction school is check with your department of state on license laws and advertising laws in regards to selling real estate at auction. So that's the first thing I tell them because I can't keep up with all the different um, rules. Of course. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Who so can? I teach basically the marketing, the concept, um, the basics of real estate auction, and then how to um, do JVs, joint ventures with other agents. Because what we'll do is we'll also work with other agents that are traditional that don't really understand the auction method. So we'll either go after them, prospect them, or they'll contact us. And then we'll do it an auction in conjunction with them. Okay. Or we'll do a consignment auction. The new company hasn't done it yet. But in the past, what I would do is I'd have a consignment auction. Let's say I was doing condos or distressed properties or foreclosures. I would send out an invitation to all the agents in one area. And I would say, listen, on this day, um, we're going to have this big condo auction at a hotel ballroom. Bring us your listings. We'll market them for 30 days. You do the showings. You know, you deal with um, the phone calls. But on X day, the buyers will show up in the ballroom and then they'll bid on these properties. So I've done yep. that in the past as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, you've got options. If you if you can create demand through effective marketing and education, then uh, I think that's a pretty awesome business model, I've got to say, in, a, in an area where, uh, and I think you'll see more and more of this. And if you're at the forefront of doing this with your technology and, and your industry knowledge and your advice and the way you're helping people, uh, I think you got the tiger by the tail. I think it's exciting. Wow, thank you. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one more thing, and then I'd like to learn a little bit more about you, and then we'll cut the call off because I don't want to take up too much of your time. So the company that I started, realestateauction.com, the, um, the idea behind it is a lot of real estate agents are traditional agents. They don't focus on auctions. So okay. the realestateauction.com is going to be a software where an agent working with a traditional company, if they have a property that they want to sell at auction, they can partner with us and they can put their listing on our auction. So okay. it doesn't just have to be our auctions. It doesn't have to be just from our agents. Cool. Another agent from another company could partner with us, bring us their listing, and they can auction it off on our site. Yep. Similar to what auction.com is doing, some of these other online auction companies, but they're not, they don't have that partnership. They're saying, listen, bring us the deal. We'll auction it off. Whatever fee you get, you take it. Whatever fee we get, we'll, we'll take it. Yep. So they're really not educating the agent. They're not really working with the agent. And there's really no customer um, support as far as the auction house dealing directly with the seller. Yep. So yep. That's, that's the concept of, of um, realestateauction.com. Again, we're 18 months in. And I think by year three, we'll start branching out nationwide. That's the, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah, well, you'll need some good software. 
Yeah, absolutely. Funny you happen to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I'm a partner in a software company out of Sydney and we're coming, uh, we're coming to North America here within the next 12 months. But one of the things that we have uh, that uh, is not really unique, but I think the way that we do it is we have it called uh, client login. So our client can log into uh, to their own account and they can see what kind of traffic that we've been getting on on all the websites. They can see what offers have been. Yeah, they know the effectiveness of the marketing. They know our numbers at open houses, feedback, et cetera. So, and that's constantly updated live. Like uh, we uh, we'll just take a tablet to uh, an iPad to our open. Uh, Giacomo comes through with uh, with his wife. I've got your details. I've got your information, what you need that bang, that automatically goes into our database and, and updates our clients as well. So that sort of technology is here, and that's a, and that's a, a software a software uh, called LockedOn. Uh, LockedOn.com is the website, but we'll be coming here shortly, and we're pretty excited about that because I think that that's going to really change the game. Uh, fully responsive um, uh, app, phone, um a tablet and and uh, and and laptop as well. So um, yeah, that's that technology is is coming. So what does it do? Does it bring in? Does it syndicate from all the different sites that the marketing would um, syndicate out to, and it creates some type of? Uh... It's no, it's it's a customer relationship management system. It lets okay. it lets you manage your clients, and it lets an individual manage their clients. You can easily do buy a match. It lets you upload listings. It lets you find out who's looking. Uh, it lets you send SMS messages to to everybody and email through a pretty cool looking interface. Um, helps you uh, load load uh, data onto your website, etc. Uh, there are some good CRMs around, but this one is dedicated for real estate agents, wow. for real estate professionals. So yeah, I'd love to take a look um, at it. Finding a good CRM is hard. The other well, thing is. I'm going to bring one, you in on a I'm going to, with your permission. I'm going to bring you on in on, on a beta test when we're ready to go because I I would appreciate your feedback. Absolutely, I've tested a lot of CRMs, and sometimes the technology can just be um, you know cumbersome or overwhelming. And and yep. um, the other thing is the the number one complaint um, with sellers is that agents don't communicate with them. Of course. So if you have a system where you can tell them, look, this is what we did for advertising. These are the stats. These are the this is the amount of traffic we're getting. Even a report like that, yeah. and have an easy system set up so that you can deliver that on a weekly basis. Um, you know that goes a long way. Yeah, we used to even have a communication guarantee in my traditional company, where if we didn't communicate with the seller once a week on what was happening, good or bad or, or indifferent. We would owe the seller a hundred dollars at closing if we sold the property. Yeah. So every Tuesday that went by, if we didn't communicate to the seller, it would cost us. So you know the agents were on top of um, communicating the type of traffic or um, you know the marketing buyer buyer seller uh, buyer questions uh, to to the seller. Well, look look what's happening with technology. We've got companies like. Uh, Airbnb, of w- which we use, we have a place up north that we rent out much, most weekends, and and I'm constantly advised as to I can see at any point how much traffic I've had, how how many visits to my listing or my wow, yeah. what do they call it a listing. Um, so I'm yeah. constantly in the know. Anybody inquires, it constantly it comes straight to my phone. Exactly. And, um, um, I'm sure you're a fan as well, Uber. We call our Uber car. We can see physically where it is. I'll ring the guy and say, hey, you're going the wrong way. I can tell like second by second where it is. Now, now, 
technology has given consumers that kind of advantage. So we need to be thinking how can we offer how can we offer that high touch, high level of communication to our clients so they constantly know where we are and what's going on with right. their half million, million, two million dollar asset. Um, exactly. I, I, I assure you, if you've got a property worth half a million dollars, you're thinking about it every minute of every day, Absolutely. pretty much, especially if you're selling it. So so that's important. And, and the agent that can provide that service will win the business. And it takes someone like yourself who's been in the business to understand that, to, to be able to bring that type of technology um, and service to the sellers. So. It's coming. It's here. It's coming. When you've got that, when you've got that immediate update, and you can see the level of uh, the level of interest, and and you know, it, it's a great thing as well, Giacomo. I think because if if I'm selling my property, and I see that other properties in my area are getting, I don't know, fifty visits a day, for example, and I'm on, and I'm only getting ten. There's a problem. There's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I as the agent have a duty of care, moral, legal, and ethical, I believe, to tell my client, we've got a problem. Exactly. We need to fix it. Could be price, could be marketing. It's usually price. Right. right. Um, but that's a, that's, and that's a, you know, very early in the auction period. That's why that first week is so important. If you're not getting the traffic that you should be getting in, in your neighborhood, if you've got issues, that needs to be addressed. Absolutely. So I want to ask you real quick about your podcast. Yeah. Um, I listened to a few of them. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And um, your book that you wrote. And I tracked your, you know, your, your timeline on your, um, on your website. So. Um, okay, cool. Cool. Well, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote a book called How to Sell Your Home for More. And it was in, uh, when my brother David and I started in, in real estate, it was uh, the early nineties in Melbourne was a very, very tough time. So, you know, I'm in my fifties now, but um, that, that was going back some time, but it was very, very hard. And we'd run out of ideas to attract business. It was uh, in a difficult market like that, the number of, you know, and real estate as an industry doesn't really care about, you know, prices going up or down. What we care about and what's important to us, obviously, is volume. Sure, we can control prices, but but only with what we've got to sell. When volume is is half of what it was the year before, and you've got the same number of agents, it can mm-hmm. get pretty tough. And that's that's what happens when a market, you know, it, ha- it, it happened here in the States in 2008, and it'll happen again. Absolutely. So, so I wrote this book called How to Sell Your Home for More. So what I was interested in is how a seller can influence their selling price. Again, no recommended retail on, on real estate. You know, if I can help that seller move their price from six ten or six fifteen to six forty or fifty, I'm a pretty good deal, and I can charge the charge the fee that I deserve to be able to do that. So I came up with what I think is a pretty good formula, uh, and I detail that in the book, how to sell your home for more. And if you like, I can send you a an electronic copy that that you can uh, that you can offer to your people if you wish. I'd love to do that, uh, and and they can check it out. So. That was that was really the start of my business, and now I license hard copies of the of the books uh, out to agents everywhere. The uh, the podcast Top Agents Playbook, it kind of happened almost by accident. Really, I started to do a few interviews, and then I learned about the whole podcast phenomena. That was a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm working towards my hundred episodes. And you know, if you got the opportunity to sit down with a real estate agent that's earning you know, three, four or $5 million a year. I'm I not talking about one. volume of property sold. Uh, these guys are crushing these it. Guys are, 
they are crushing it. They are phenomenal machines. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I think I had a pretty good career in real estate, but I never wrote five million in fees in a, in a single year. That's, that's pretty phenomenal. So if we can take a leaf out of what, what these guys are doing and be inspired and motivated and get some great ideas from that, then that's really what the podcast is all about. I've got plenty of giveaways there. There's plenty of episodes to, to, to check things out from. So um, I encourage everybody to check it out. Yeah, what is the URL? It's um, topagentsplaybook.com. Topagentsplaybook.com. Awesome. Uh-huh. I will put that in the comments on the feed, um, and I'll also let you know um, you know, how the show syndicated out. Awesome. And um, if you want to learn more about any of this technology that I'm starting to use, uh, I'll share that with you. Also, send me your address and send me the book, but I'll also send you a print copy of my book, um, and maybe we can chat again sometime. Magic. I'd look forward to it, mate. That's uh, that sounds terrific. This has been uh, educational for me. And um, awesome. You know, what what can I say? Thanks for reaching out. Yeah, I'm glad I did. Thank you for um, you know being so generous with your time and for for getting back to me. And uh, we'll uh, we'll look to talk to you again in the future. All right, buddy. Can't wait. All right. Thank you so much. See you, mate. Take care. Bye now. Bye now. That concludes this episode of the Real Estate Auction Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to future episodes. You can subscribe to this podcast on a number of places, including iTunes. And if you listen to the show using the Anchor app, you can send me any questions that you might have directly from the app. Just visit realestateauctionpodcast.com to download the app. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast and that you'll join me on the next episode. Until then, I wish you good health and much success. I'm Giacomo Sinisgali. Thank you for listening.